Hi everyone and welcome along to the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, the podcast that aims to help you reduce and even eliminate work-related discomfort. I'm your host Neve Pentney of Boyne Ergonomics. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope that you're able to take away some useful practical advice from this podcast to help you reduce your own risk of discomfort at the workplace or help manage the risks among the people that you might be responsible for. So now that we know I'm here, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome along to another episode of the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, where today I am going to be talking to you about why you should be considering improving your typing technique if you're experiencing any musculoskeletal discomfort at the workstation. It's something I feel that's quite overlooked, so we're going to have a little look at it today. So if we think about it, whether it's for work, whether it's for social communications, whether it's entertainment at all, the keyboard has become quite essential and I have covered keyboards and the different types available in another episode. There's any amount of different types of keyboards available that are suitable for what you want to do with it and for your own ability. But realistically, the more time you spend typing, the more you increase your risk of developing musculoskeletal discomfort. And I've worked with plenty of people who are experiencing musculoskeletal discomfort in the neck the upper back, the shoulders, the arms, the wrists, the fingers. And it can be associated with prolonged use of the keyboard and the mouse. And given the kind of bigger shift to digital work that we've experienced since 2020, I have definitely seen anecdotally an increase in people with these issues. Now, I've covered musculoskeletal disorders in a number of different blogs. And we know by now it is a very common occurrence among people that use computers whether for work or whether for pleasure. And the symptoms can be mild, niggly discomfort that you feel sometimes right up to debilitating chronic pain. And again, as we've covered before, this discomfort can be caused by prolonged static postures, poor or adverse postures, as we call them, excessive contact stresses, repetitive motions. And these can all place stress on the soft tissues of the body. And when we're looking to reduce musculoskeletal discomfort, generally what we do is we try and make adaptations and recommendations to reduce these risk factors. So to improve your posture, your positioning, to reduce repetitive stress, to reduce contact stress and to kind of reduce the amount of time spent in a static position. Usually involves making changes to the work surface, the workstation, the seating, the monitor, the keyboard, the mouse, and this could be positioning or the design. All we want to do is try and put controls in place to reduce the risks associated with the, with developing musculoskeletal discomfort. Um, and usually we make recommendations to try and encourage frequent breaks and frequent movement to stop the lactic acid building up in the tissues. And anyone who works in the area of health and safety or ergonomics and human factors will know by now that it is, from a control point of view and reducing risk point of view, it is much easier to engineer out the risk. So to change the piece of equipment or to change the work setting or to change the task to reduce the risk factors compared to trying to change human behavior to minimize the risk. Because work is busy. We're always going to try and be as productive as we can, get as much work done as we can, and we generally fall into some really, really bad habits 
and it is much easier to try and change the equipment and the work area than it is to try and change a habit. However, definitely one area I find is overlooked when it comes to working with someone to reduce musculoskeletal discomfort is improving the typing skill level or typing technique of the person that's experiencing discomfort because poor typing technique and poor accuracy is in my opinion and in my experience one of the main causes of musculoskeletal discomfort and I've seen this with people who say for example you have somebody who's reporting neck discomfort and we work with them and we get the positioning correct we get the screens correct we make sure that's all good and you check in with them two three months later and it's not resolving and why is it not resolving well they may have a really good position when they're looking at the screen but they're spending at least half of their time looking down at the keyboard because they can't touch type so you have adverse postures as they look down at the keyboard you have repetitive movements as they look between the keyboard and the screen and then of course you have this tension in the arms and in the hands holding the hands in position and the fingers in position as you have to move them towards the keys so it takes more work so this is one area i feel is really really overlooked generally because it involves trying to change a person's behavior so if we look at the different types of keyboard users generally speaking nowadays they kind of fall into four categories so your touch typist or i think i've heard it being referred to as blind typist before as well so with touch typists they use all 10 fingers and the typist is looking at the screen. They don't look at the keyboard. So you start with your fingers on the home keys and you bring each finger back to the home key after each keystroke. And this is a taught typing technique. So most people will not be touch typists through habit or through a high level of use. It's usually something that has to be taught. And it is generally speaking, I find, the least stressful way of typing on the body because you're not looking up and down the keyboard your fingers know where the keys are you've learned where all the keys are and it's a much more relaxed way of typing most people will have come across the hunt and peck typist so this is the type of typing technique where you really only use like the index finger and the middle finger and you're looking down at the keyboard and back to the screen and essentially um, some people call it t-rex typing as well Got the fingers up and you're hunting around and pecking away at the keys. A lot of people fall into the next category. And I think I'd include myself in this, which is the hybrid method. So this basically means where you know the layout of your keyboard. You have your hand in position, but you're kind of only using, you know, maybe two, three, four keys. You're not going back to the home keys after each keystroke. And every now and then you have to look down the keyboard to find your position again. Some people find they can look at the screen when they're typing very familiar words, words they use a lot, whereas if they come across words and phrases, passwords, that kind of thing that they might not use a whole lot, well, they have to look down at the keyboard to find their position and to find the keys. So I find a lot of people that do a high level of typing would fall into this kind of category, the hybrid category. And then the last one is the thumbing technique. And this is basically associated with mobile phones and sometimes tablets where you're using both thumbs to type instead of using a keyboard or fingers. Again, as I've said, most people I find are in the hybrid kind of method. And I would assess this when I'm doing an assessment with somebody, be it an ergonomic risk assessment or be it a DSE assessment, I always ask them, 
are you a touch typist? Most people would say yes. But I found when I rephrase the question and I say, can you type without looking at the screen? Most people say no. So a lot of people would consider themselves touch typists, but actually would fall into the hybrid method. They know the keyboard layout, but they do still have to look down at the keyboard sometimes. So if we look at touch typing, I suppose one of the main benefits is typing speed. So as you practice and as you develop the skill, touch typists can type about up to 80 words a minute, which is kind of double the average speed of somebody who's not a touch typist, which is usually in between 30 to 40 words a minute. This increased speed is really, really useful for people who have to type quickly, such as people who maybe dictate reports, journalists, writers, and it reduces the time that you need to do that task. So you can get a report typed or an email reply typed in a shorter amount of time. So that's going to reduce the amount of time that you're using the keyboard for that task, reducing exposure. And it's also going to make you more productive because it's not going to take you as long to do the task as it would take if you couldn't touch type. Another benefit is accuracy. So when you're not looking at the keyboard, you can focus on the screen and that can kind of reduce your typos and errors. And it also reduces the need to look constantly back and forth, back and forth between the keyboard and the screen, which is useful if you're using multiple screens. Increased accuracy is also going to reduce the time spent typing, reduce the repetitive movements associated with correcting your typos. And in my case, something my husband always says, he knows when I'm typing reports because he hears typing of keys and then the tap, 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 tap of the back key as I'm trying to fix my mistakes. So type, 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 and then tap, 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 tap. So I would have, um, when I'm kind of doing reports, I would have a lot of repetitive tapping of my middle finger on the backspace key as I'm going back to try and fix errors. Now, if I could touch type, well, then I'm going to be more accurate. So I reduce the need to do that. And it would also help to maintain a more neutral neck position. As we're talking about positioning, I think that touch typing is really, really effective way of reducing the muscle strain and fatigue. So if you're using good hand positioning and posture, and you can look at this in the other um, blog posts and other podcast episodes where we talked about typing, you can reduce the amount of stress on your hands and your wrists and your arms. You're reducing the workload that they have to do to do the typing task. And of course, this is going to prevent discomfort and RSIs. And it's also going to reduce the movement of your head and neck as you're looking between the screen and the keyboard. So this can reduce tension and fatigue in the muscles of the shoulders, neck and upper limbs. So it means that you can type for longer without feeling discomfort. Now, you know me, I always say 45 minute max in the one position, doing the one task before you go do something else. Very few people, if you're not a touch typist, can type for 45 minutes without feeling some discomfort. So it'll allow you to do these tasks, type for longer without getting fatigued. And finally, if you learn to touch type, it's just going to improve your overall typing experience because it makes it more efficient and enjoyable. If you're not constantly looking at the keyboard and you're not constantly fixing your mistakes, well, then you can focus on the job at hand and that will help to improve your productivity and hopefully reduce stress as well. Now, touch typing can be learned. It can be learned. You can do certified courses. I've looked into this for myself for my own personal use. You can do actual certified courses in person or you can do online training courses. And there's a lot of free available online. 
it is usually required anyway if you're applying for a job that has a high word per minute count requirement and a high level of accuracy such as um, a transcription based role you would have to have these certificates anyway to be able to apply for the job but they're not just for people who want to be in these kind of high accuracy typing jobs they're useful for anyone anyone who does a high level of typing should consider either taking an online training course in typing or do a certified in-person course you'll absolutely reap the benefits and as I said it's something that I'm looking at for myself um, I type a lot of reports I've started to use speech to text because I just found sometimes um, I was getting discomfort in my hand and it was easier to use that that works for me because when I'm doing my reports I'm in a room on my own but if you're in an office environment speech to text might not be suitable so then really we'd look at improving your typing technique and that is something that I do recommend when I'm doing DSE assessments with people if somebody's experiencing tension in the neck the shoulders the forearms the hands improving typing technique and typing skill level is something that I recommend I'm not sure how many people take up on the advice but it is something that I include in my recommendations definitely something to be considered now when researching it myself studies have shown that dedicating half an hour a day to practice typing on one of these free online courses is enough to help pick up the skill levels 30 minutes a day is not a lot but obviously with life demands it can be hard to get that in which is for me personally where I feel the certified courses come in better because it keeps you accountable you're more likely to stay consistent with it, and consistency is key um, but definitely something that everyone should consider if you cannot comfortably type without looking at the screen and making plenty of mistakes. Something I would consider and recommend to everybody. Um, I definitely recommend it as a, as a factor in reducing musculoskeletal discomfort. The good posture, good hand positioning and taking good breaks will help prevent musculoskeletal discomfort and promote overall health and wellness. And taking the time to improve your typing technique you're going to greatly reduce your risk of developing discomfort and injury and you're going to become more productive and hopefully less stressed in the workplace. That's the episode there where I'm just covering why I feel it's important to learn to touch type if you have a job or a hobby that requires a high level of keyboard use. I really hope you found that useful. As always, I will put the link to the blog for this episode in the show notes as well as all my social media handles if anyone ever wants to get in touch and um, I have a few more topics coming up that I'm really really excited to get into with you but for now everyone stay well and I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>